Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say I have Terence here today. Terence is a marketing strategist. Terence, how are you doing? Hi, Tom. I'm doing all right today. Thank you. Very good. Terence, we always start the show, first of all, getting to know a little bit about yourself. Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, please? Uh, well, quite a story, but not really. <laughs> um, no, so uh, I'm a, obviously a marketing strategist based in um, in Ireland, but I work for a company um, based in Northern Ireland in Belfast. Um, I started my journey in marketing um, about six years ago uh, back in South Africa where I used to live and moving through companies, gaining more and more experience led me to be able to move across and get a position here um, in Ireland as the current uh, digital strategist of my company. Brilliant. And Terence, what would you say is your main strength in digital marketing at the moment? Uh, so my main strength is definitely anything to do with paid. So paid advertising, um, whether it be on social platforms, on Google, um, anything to do with paid is my main um, focus or my, my main uh, strength, really. So that's generally what they come to me for at my business. Brilliant. And let's dive into that a little bit more. So we'll talk social spend first and foremost. Uh, how do you normally start and set up an account? What do you think is important for anyone listening in setting up a paid social account? So the main thing with social, whether it be organic or paid, is to figure out who your audience is. So you want to focus in on what is your audience interested in? Yes, you have a product. Yes, you have a service. But how do you figure out if your audience is interested in, in it or not? So um, the main thing, the first thing you want to do is obviously sort out the tracking. You want to get the pixel, um, if it's Facebook, uh, pixel set up on your website so that you can monitor what people do after they click on your ads and what they do on your website. And then obviously use that data moving forward in future campaigns. And let's uh, dive into that a little bit more. So when you say get the, the pixel set up, do you make sure every aspect is added? So like your your add to baskets, your your certain touch points, the, the playing of videos, those kind of interactions, or do you try and go as micro as possible? So now uh, obviously everyone would want that, especially from the marketing aspect, that's what you want. Um, but with uh, the clients that we generally deal with, it's more of, we, they just want an overview, so we try and get it done as quickly as possible by focusing on the main conversions. So purchases, add to cart if it's necessary, um, any sort of leads that would attribute to some sort of value. Um, more of like a top level, but yes, it would be nice to focus on pretty much everything. Brilliant. And going back to the audience for a second, is there any tips or tricks you have for us in terms of your paid accounts is there any anything that you recommend that's a must or a must not so there's obviously so many different things that you can look at but the one thing that stood out to me the most is let's focus on facebook just for this exact for this example 
when you are setting out an audience, especially a prospecting audience, and it's always tempting to show your ads to the biggest estimated audience possible. What I've found is if you keep your estimated audience size just below 1 million people, then you tend to not show your ads to, you don't, you tend to not dilute your ads to too many people. You kind of focus in on the people that would actually be interested in your uh, product or service that you're offering. So my tip would be to keep your estimated audience size under 1 million to get better, more credible results. Brilliant. And yeah, for our listeners, obviously Facebook, then the algorithm will try and target the top 10% of that 1 million audience a lot of the time. Exactly. Yes. around that. So, so you're always trying to target that. Have you ever gone to micro and gone that down to, let's say, 100,000 or something smaller? And then do you find that's too small and it's just you're over advertising the frequency is too high for some the people that yeah yeah so the a lot of our businesses are quite small businesses and they want to focus they have small budgets and they want to focus on particular audiences um and the frequency is always a difficult thing to kind of manage especially with smaller businesses because you end up showing to an audience um sorry <laughs> sorry about the beeping uh you so you end up showing to an audience that is essentially in your area and then you they see it multiple times. So managing the frequency um, is always tough, but generally under two is the kind of where you want to focus. Excellent. <clears throat> Excellent. And uh, just to touch on your kind of Google ads and probably Bing ads for your paid social or your paid ads point of view, is there anything that you see especially now with some of the Google updates that you really want to double down on and you want to give us some insights into? So with Google, obviously everything's always changing across all of their products. So it's always nice to try and keep up with what is what is changing and what's going to benefit you. Um, I saw just recently that they've going to, they're going to remove uh, smart display campaigns and just move over to display campaigns. Um, so uh, if I had any sort of advice for anyone, it's just keeping on top of the changes. Um, like it's always, you you can go with whatever strategy works for your company, but if Google makes a change and you don't anticipate it coming, you're probably going to fall behind slightly. So that would be my biggest advice on Google specifically. <laughs> really good advice. And is there any kind of websites or publications you keep an eye on to keep up to date with some of the latest rollouts of these platforms or is it just strictly Google's um, announcement area? Yeah, mainly it's from Google. Um, we do have a partnership with uh, HubSpot. So there is some information coming from there with regard to other platforms as well. Um, but mainly it is just from Google directly. Yeah, well answered. And is there any particular softwares that you use to enhance your role daily? Um, so n not really. I'm kind of, because it's advertising kind of onto the platforms directly, um, things like Google is obviously the editors, um, things like Facebook is from ads manager. Uh, so there's nothing really that enhances my role. It's more just trying to figure out how to get it across multiple platforms. So for example, if a one client was advertising on Google and Facebook, how do we get the reports for everything streamlined? That's um, kind of where we are at the moment. Uh, data studio seems to be the the winning factor yeah yeah it's a really good one so you're pulling in your facebook data into a data studio just to 
match up with the Google Analytics coming through. Uh, correct, yes, as well as with the Google Ads and sometimes YouTube as well. Yeah, well said. And away from softwares, is there any particular areas you're trying to look at and upskill into and why? Uh, so me personally, you know, soft skills are always the hardest. Um, so I would always like to personally grow my communication strengths. Um, I feel like I've gotten to a position where I've worked for myself for so many um, so many years, essentially being at the top of the company. Um, whereas if something changes and I want to make a change, I end up just doing it instead of communicating. Um, and I feel like anyone could kind of learn from that. If there was some way that we could streamline communication, um, that would be a benefit for all of us. Really well said. And then looking at the digital industry as a whole, is there anything that really excites you that might be updating in your fields as well soon? Um, so currently we've jumped heavily onto TikTok advertising. Um, we're putting a lot of focus into that because just of how rapidly it's growing. So getting ahead now in the advertising game will obviously set us up for the future. Um, so it's always nice to try and figure out and learn new platforms. But something that I'm excited about is definitely the metaverse. Um, especially marketing or advertising within it. Like how do you cater or target ads to particular people so that they can see a particular ad and make a purchase within the metaverse? That's where we're heading. That's where we, what we're learning at the moment. Very far off, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited by that whole area. And it's definitely being covered in bit by bit on the podcast as well. Uh, lastly, Terence, we always ask everyone the same question, which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself and you could pass it on to others, what would it be? Um, so if there's one, like it, people often speak down on themselves, especially I can imagine with this question. Um, but if there's one thing, it's that drive to just do more. If it's, if I could, um, especially if I could bottle it up and pass it on to everyone, um, in the company, think about where the company could be. Um, I've always had this drive to like, okay, I'm not satisfied with where I am right now. Let me keep pushing. Let me try something else. At this exact moment that we're speaking, I'm definitely not satisfied. There's so much more to do. So if that is something that I could pass on, it's just that uh, urgency to keep growing. That would be it. What a lovely way to end the show. Terrence, thank you so much for being on the podcast some really nice points there and obviously i'm sure our listeners will reach out if they need you no that, that would be that would be great if they do um thank you so much for having me it's short and sweet but i think it was really good to, to chat about it.